I'm Tracy from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Are you a small business owner or even someone who dreams of entrepreneurship? Then check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from iHeart Podcasts and Intuit QuickBooks. Join hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres as they interview entrepreneurs sharing insights around starting and nurturing a small business. You won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. Planning your next trip? Choice Hotel's family of 22 brands has over 7,400 locations and the perfect hotel for any traveler you want to be. Like a Cambria Hotel serving up locally inspired craft cocktails for all my folks who maybe want to meet up and talk about Mad Royals. Check into a Radisson Hotel with flexible workspaces for you strivers who listen during business travel. Or a Comfort Hotel with free hot breakfast, family-friendly pools, and big spacious rooms for the parents who listen with their kids and need a little retreat. What are you waiting for? Join Choice Privileges and start earning points toward your next stay. Find a stay for any you when you book direct at choicehotels.com, where travels come true. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender-inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit tomboyx.com. Welcome to Stuff You Missed in History Class, a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and happy Friday. I'm Tracy V. Wilson. And I'm Holly Fry. And we talked about Susie King Taylor on the show this week. Yes, indeed. She is somebody who I discovered sometimes when I Google something. Uh, there is often over on the left a uh, little thing that's like people also searched for. And I don't even remember what I was Googling. But under the people also searched for, I saw this very striking photo. And I was like, who is that person? And I clicked on it. And it was Susie King Taylor. And I was immediately... Uh, captivated and like, I want to do an episode on this person. Not just because uh, her memoir is, as far as I know, unique in the world of like first-person writing about the Civil War, but also because it shows in so many different ways the resourcefulness and ingenuity and determination of uh, enslaved people and freed people and people who liberated themselves, I feel like sometimes there is a perception that there was, like, a passivity among enslaved people of, like, begrudgingly accepting what was going on, which is not correct (laughs) at all. Uh, And her story just has so many ways that she and her family were pushing back on all of that. There was, you know, little things from... Uh, having been able to maintain these connections among themselves and having a family history that they knew that went back generations to her forging passes for her grandmother at the age of, like, 13. I feel like we should also note that the uh, there are uh, an ongoing and very troubling thing that happens is, like, um, Black children being interpreted as adults rather than children in news reporting and stuff. So I don't want to fall into that trope, but at the same time, the idea that she was forging passes for her grandmother, who could not read or write, um, at the age of roughly 13, uh, I 
I found that incredible. Um, Amazing, yeah. And, like, just such a good example of the kind of things that people did do to try to push back and make a better life for themselves in a world that was set up to not allow that. Well, and all of it leading up to her ability to do that, right? Like, that entire community effort to have a secret school... Yeah. ...is enthralling to consider. Yeah. Um, how incredibly... Uh, I'm uh, The thing that I bring to mind is not a good correlation, which is that it makes me think of... Um, when kids are on movie sets and they're not allowed to tell anything about it, mm-hmm. right? It's very hard. That's, like, one of the things that people will say, like, I can't believe nothing leaked. Um, same. I mean, it's a bunch of kids being told to read, being taught to read and write, which is illegal, and no one can know about it, and they all kept the secret, which is yeah. amazing to me. Yeah. Um, I wish I knew more about what happens to the rest of her family, um, during the war, because the, her memoir makes it sound like it was her and her uncle and her uncle's family who all um, escaped ultimately to St. Simon's Island. And I, uh, she clearly still had connections to her grandmother and other family members, but I am less clear on, like, her immediate family, her parents and siblings, like, what uh, what happened with them during the war. I did not read her memoir as you did, but I found myself wondering, and this is strictly conjecture, uh, what made me think about it was when we got to the part where she talked about her son, but she doesn't mention him by name. Mm -hmm. It almost feels like things that are painful, she distances and doesn't talk about. Oh, sure. Yeah. So I can imagine whatever happened to separate her from her immediate family, probably she didn't want to think about. I also tried to find more information about um, him, what his name was, what his date of birth was. And that may be information that exists somewhere. There's a lot of, uh, like, a lot of records of enslaved people, previously enslaved people, that, like, the records are just not there. Things were destroyed during the war or they were never kept in the first place or... Uh, like the records of a family might have been an inventory of the household of the people who were enslaving them. And, you know, if if their house was burned down during the war, just may not be there anymore. Like there's, it's hard to know uh, whether that information exists. It seems as though her son being born after the war was over, that information might exist somewhere. Um, I was not able to track it down if so. And that that I just I found the story of her trip to to go look after him and not being able to bring it bring him home just heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah. Um, in my original draft of the outline, I had ended with her quote from the chapter on her reflections on the current time, and then I was like, I think that is not the note that I want to end this episode on because while to me that whole paragraph is still so relevant today so much of her story to me was about resilience and ingenuity that that like I wanted to include that but I didn't necessarily want to end the episode there yeah yeah I think that's fair um I do want to mention, I'm presuming that the picture that you're talking about that caught your eye is the only one I've ever seen of her, a photograph, where she's in that that black, it looks almost like a morning suit with a veil. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm in love with that jacket. Yeah. I'm really I've in love only with that seen jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen one other picture that is um was labeled as being of her. And I really it can be hard sometimes to tell whether two different pictures of the same person are the same person. Like, there's so much about lighting and camera angles and how people's faces change at different parts of their life. Like, it can be hard. Um, But I was like, I'm not... This picture is the picture from her book with her signature under it in a lot of places that you find it printed. But, like, this other picture did not have that kind of framing. And I was like, I am not sure if that's the same person or not. Uh, Maybe, maybe not. Don't really know. One story... (laughs) that I had had in the outline that I took out just because it was, it it wasn't central to the story and the episode itself was sort of ballooning, was that uh, the, she and uh, other folks like from the camp had been moved to a new location and she had left some of her things where they had previously been stationed and she went back for her stuff. And she and a friend caught a ride with the commissary wagon to get out there, and then they were just going to walk back. And the walk back turned out to take way longer than they thought. So long and so tiring, and she was like, our feet hurt so much that we took our shoes off to see if that would help, and that actually made it worse, and it got dark, and we just, just, everybody, we were like, what's going to happen? We got to the camp. We didn't have the passcode to get back in because we didn't know we were going to be gone for that long. We, you know, the guard, though, knew who who we were, They, you know, and let us in. Um, and from that point on, the soldiers would make jokes about her being a deserter. And I just found that, like, the finding humor in this whole situation and it continuing to find humor in it, I loved that. Um, so I... I was like, I'll talk about that on Friday instead of having it as sort of an aside in the middle of this uh, otherwise not focused on that exact thing episode. Yeah. I love it, though. Yeah. I'm sure grateful she wrote her autobiography. Me too. It is digitized. You can read the whole thing um, online. There's been kind of a push in the last few years to to make her better known. Um which I think is great. I'm Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the United States? The world is powered by entrepreneurs, and if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. And every episode, hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business, and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year 
Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine tingling shows on AE Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We talked about Old Rip this week. (laughs) We did. We did. I, uh... Yeah. <laughs> I did not know what this was at all when you sent this outline to me. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm like reading along and I just got to the part where, and then they put a horned lizard in the time capsule. And I was like, I'm sorry, you did what? I'm upset right? now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that part is tricky. And it's interesting because some of the modern retellings try to soften what that is. Where they're like, no, he explained to his son that lizards live for a hundred years, and so it was okay to take his pet. But none of the um, contemporary accounts I read ever discuss him uh, just taking his kid's pet. I mean, yeah. aside from you know, there 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 are multiple prongs to this fork of problems, right? Like one is you put an animal and sealed it in a thing. Yeah. In a building. And the other is you took your kid's pet. Yeah. Which is a jerk move, too. All all true. When, when I was a kid, I had a textbook. I've talked about this textbook on the show before, and people very helpfully tried to send, they were like, was this the textbook? And none of them were the textbook. Uh, it was a textbook that I remember having a section that was about, like, here are things that people used to think about life that they don't anymore. And one was people thought that goose barnacles could come become geese through spontaneous generation. And I remember one of the things in there being that frogs and toads could live for a hundred years. And when I was a child, I was like, why would anyone think this? And I was very annoyed <laughs> and perplexed. Yeah, humans have thought some crazy things over the years. I will say, um, if you, like me, were a cartoon kid, you may be going, is this where the idea for Michigan J. Frog came from? And the Mm. answer is yes. Oh, okay. So if you remember Hello, My Baby, Hello, My Honey Mm -hmm. being sung by a frog Mm -hmm. who was found in a building that was being taken apart. I didn't remember that part of it. Oh, yeah, that's his original, his original cartoon is, is where he yeah. uh, is found by a construction worker in a building. Okay. And the construction worker is so excited to show people he found this frog that dances and sings. Yeah. And every time he would show the frog to somebody, the frog would just sit there and go, ribbit. And it was amazing. I remember that part. And as soon as you said the name, I immediately saw like the Hello, My Baby. Like yes. I saw that whole sequence in my head, but Ooh, I did not remember the other part. Yes. Um, The other thing that is sort of related to a cartoon, but not, I don't think that they got it from this story, but I could be wrong, is that apparently Will Wood called his horned lizard Blinky, which is also the name of the three-eyed fish in The Simpsons that Marge 
cooks Mm. for Mr. Burns when he comes to their house for a photo op dinner because her point is that his nuclear power plant is poisoning the water and causing mutations in the animals, and she makes him eat this three-eyed fish. Um... There is another thing. I, I didn't realize it until I was like two-thirds of the way done with the episode, but uh, Memory Palace did a, a one of their short episodes on Old Rip last fall. Yeah. And, I, you know, uh, Nate DeMeo tells the story in such a beautiful way that I was crying about horned lizards by the end of it. And my husband was like, are you okay? And I was like, no. This is, um, yeah, very Nate DeMay. I can absolutely, I have not heard this particular episode of the Mem- Memory Palace, but I'm like, oh, it absolutely makes sense that yeah, Nate would do yeah. that. Uh, yeah. So also excellent if you want sort of a, a very um, beautifully told, more artfully um, shortened and edited version of this. Yeah, he tweeted recently that, uh, like a description of the show that was something like, it's not a poem, but it's very poetic and has some of the same goals as poetry. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's a yeah. good way to describe as it. As a listener, that's how I would describe it, sure. Yeah. There is another thing that comes up that I think is fascinating in all of this, which is at various points in time, and I didn't include them because they often contradict one another, there have been interviews with old timers who were part of either no longer. I mean, they've, uh, I presume most of them are gone at this point, but, uh, in the, you know, the earlier part of the 20th century who were there in 1897 when the building was put together and the frog slash lizard slash toad was put inside mm-hmm. or people who were there in 1928 when it was all, um, opened up. And their accounts of it are fascinating because in some ways they have just picked up and parrot the legend. But in other ways, in the midst of that, they will give details that are completely inaccurate or just completely different from the way that, like, the newspaper printed stories are. Like, several of them mention that when the judge first held him up for the crowd to see, which is reported in all the papers as him being held by one leg... Many of the accounts from people that were alive then are like, he picked him up by the tail. And it's like, it's a small detail, but it's one of those things where I'm like, this kind of, you know, offers insight into how much this is just like a legend, a, a shared false memory that everybody eventually had. Where they, mm-hmm. they they would tell you with complete integrity, I don't think any of them were trying to fib about it, um, that they had seen this happen. And it's like, yeah. well, yeah. well... <laughs> Our memories are sieves. I mean, they just are. They're sieves, <laughs> and they're also easy to re-imprint with things that you will believe happened mm-hmm. or that you saw or that you remember, but they're not really correct. Um, I mean, I don't know if you and your beloved go through this, Tracy, but I know Brian and I have now been married 26 years. Mm-hmm. There are things that we'll talk about and we won't get the details right. And one of us will be like, that is not how it went. Yeah. Um, And it'll be like, no, this is exactly what I remember. And it's like, no, that's not quite right. And sometimes there's photographic evidence to show, no, no, Mm -hmm. we've both done it. Memories change. Mm -hmm. They shift. It's fascinating. Please don't put animals in construction things. No, don't don't do that. Please don't seal animals in anything where Uh -uh. they shouldn't be. No. I was upset. I mean, and it, so I said I'm the kind of person that catches bees and spiders and takes them outside. We are, we're having an ant problem right now. I feel very guilty about smashing the ants in my house. Me too. Uh, I I do eat meat, but I try to eat less meat, and I try to get the meat that I eat from 
farms where I know that the animals are treating kind. I know there's some like contradiction in there, but man, I just found the whole idea of like, and then we put this in there and sealed it up. I was very upset. Like nobody was like, this is cruelty. Nobody, nobody, not even for a second. Yeah, it's weird. But then I, I, I presume I'm not trying to justify or explain or excuse any of that, but I think if they genuinely thought it was going to live a hundred years to them, it might not have seemed cruel. Mm-hmm. They're still wrong, mm-hmm. but I could see where they could justify it in their heads as going, well, they go underground and they go to sleep and they go into this hibernation type state for months at a time. Surely that's what will happen here. Um, yeah. Still jerks. Don't mm-hmm. do that to animals. Mm-mm. Don't as as a person who has two pets who were found in a sealed box. No, no. Um, don't do that. Just don't do it. Um, I mean, it's okay now. They're very spoiled, but at the time, very scary. Littles, don't do that. <laughs> Makes me real mad. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, uh, if we get to. Dr. Hornaday's biography. I'm just going to warn everybody now. It's awful. Yeah. It involves a story that we all know. It's awful. It never stops being awful. That's all I'm going to say. Just racist and awful. Exactly what you expect. Um, (laughs) But on on lighter news, though, um, again, please don't don't put animals in sealed boxes. Also, this is my call to all listeners. I know some of you have lizards as pets, and I want to see the pictures. <laughs> because I love lizards, but I'm always, I would be too scared to keep one because I feel like um, there's a delicacy to them that I am scared to mess up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like in terms of their heat needs and their mm-hmm. understanding what they need is a whole other job unto itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love them and think they're amazing, and I don't get to spend enough time with them. So I would like all the pictures you have, please. Thank Sounds you. Great. <laughs> Sounds great. Sounds uh, great. If you are headed into your weekend, we hope that you get to spend time with whatever animals delight you and that they are well-treated and hugged and kissed in the appropriate ways. Uh, if you don't get to have time off this weekend and you have work or other responsibilities, I hope those go smoothly. And maybe if you have a pet, you get some time with it to, you know, rest and relax. They're very curative for people's mental states often. Um, I know I feel soothed when I can hold a kitty for a little while. Mm-hmm. Makes everything better. Uh, so do whatever it is that makes you feel better this weekend and, and helps keep you buoyant and as, you know, happy and healthy as possible. We will be right back here tomorrow with a classic episode. And then on Monday, you'll get another new piece of old history. Stuff You Missed in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride in the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender-inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit-tested for all-day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Dot com slash compatibility.